1: My favorite era of Van Halen, even
2: though it's, uh,
1: I feel like hardcore rockers would disagree with the Sammy Hager era of being the best era, but it's my favorite. It's
2: pretty catchy.
1: Oh, yeah. They had some monster songs with Sammy, as they did with Diamond Dave, but, uh, David Lee Roth, outside of, like, you know, running with the devil and jumping stuff, I'll take Sammy Hager any day of the week.
2: This buildup of this song is yeah. perfect, you know? It's what it's all about.
1: Yeah. The reason why I'm playing this is I wanted to revisit a topic we covered in the podcast that we did yesterday. We were kind of having a conversation, and Bundes was trying to explain to me the difference between being a rock band or if the rock band is truly rock and roll. <laughs> like, you could be in a rock band like the Foo Fighters, but the Foo Fighters aren't rock and roll. What I want to know, Van Halen, are they just a rock band or are they truly rock and roll? And let's forget about the Gary Sharon era, like the singer that didn't really work out. Like just the first two guys David Lee Roth or Sammy Hager.
3: All right. Well, they definitely, like, okay, when I say rock and roll, there's two. There's two parts to rock and roll There's the actual musical technical definition For what is rock and roll Rock and roll is a subgenre within rock
1: Yeah so that's like where you want to see like the blues The blues
3: influence, the down influence. tempo yeah, And yeah, a push yeah. and pull between guitar and drums
1: Yeah there isn't really a blues influence I wouldn't think in Van Halen Not as much as other bands Definitely anyway.
3: not as much You could say there it's leaning more on the metal side However there is still a bit of that like oh, Plus you have
1: arguably one of the greatest guitar players To ever walk the planet in this Totally band.
3: Yeah. And then there is the persona of the rock and roll, which comes from you know Chuck Berry and, and Elvis Presley, this larger than life type of character, which then got embodied in Bobby Plant and and you know uh, Mick Jagger and Stevie Tyler. Plant. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Yeah, yeah you're
2: like, you, you got
1: your own name for Robert
3: yeah. yeah. Plant. He's Bobby in the Platt. inner
2: circle. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: you guys play soccer on Sundays.
3: <laughs> yeah. Bobby. Yeah. So over so, here, I'm open. <laughs> yeah. And then like. <laughs> So it's that X factor that comes with being the rock and roll star versus just a rock star. Mm. Mm. Diamond Dave and and Van Halen, they definitely have the persona, the X factor of being rock and roll stars. And I I would classify them as a rock and roll band.
1: Sammy Hager used to, during guitar solos and stuff, used to go underneath the stage and get blowjobs. Shut during the concert, I swear to you. This was like during
2: a guitar solo,
1: during like whenever the band, like he, his their people would search out or maybe even have a line on some groupies Uh that were up for the challenge (laughs) that wanted to be a part of the band in any capacity they could be, and they would. He would literally go backstage or under the stage or whatever the setup was, and mm-hmm. he'd get a blow job in the middle of a show. Like,
2: that's Wh- rock wait, and roll, while man. playing or not? He's not no, he, playing. He's, he's not a...
1: singing. The band okay. is doing like, it, it could be a, a fill, crazy filler, yeah. guitar solo that Eddie Van Halen's doing, or maybe it's a drum solo. Whatever it is, he'd have a moment to step off the stage and grab a blowy.
2: That's great. Uh, which so, to you, me, you that know. feels like you come back and you're a bit of a different dude. You're more like, hey, everybody. Yeah. Well, they do a line of coke right after. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Sorry, forgot about the cocaine. That helps. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Or maybe they're going into like, uh, you know, a slow set, a, a, a slower <laughs> jam. All of a sudden. All right, guys. I just uh, grabbed a blowjob underneath the stage take it down a notch I uh, haven't got my energy levels back where I'd like them to be so I thought I'd get into this little romantic number called when it's love you ready (laughs) you know he he can dial it back up
2: god yeah get back into it a little bit have a smoke probably a little cigarette yeah sure
3: what else are you supposed to do after you get a blowjob, Laura?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so did the groupies just know this? Like, that that's like...
1: Yeah, I guess so. Was the direction I mean, it was going in? It's stuff that a band I don't think could get away with today, or at least they'd be, you know, it'd be a risky move in this day and age. But yeah, back then it was commonplace for stuff like this to happen. I mean, that's probably why they had guitar solos and drum, drum solos. solos. Did that ever happen to you, Bundys? Did you ever like leave the stage <laughs> during a show and have any kind of make out make out sesh with somebody? Uh,
3: I never. It never happened during a set. No, we only we were never allowed to play for like two hours. Right? Oh, okay. It was usually like you know, yeah, an, an it, hour tops. Kind wrap it thing. up. Wrap the it next act's yeah, yeah. coming on. But yeah. I, I did in the club, like. Uh, get blowjobs and handjobs, like fully around other people. Like,
2: what? What do you mean, fully around other people? Like, I mean,
3: I'm in the bar, sitting at like a booth at the back of the bar, but mm-hmm. there's the crowd. Everyone's like, you know, hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, stuff was going on. You're oh, Yeah, well, by the table, that's it. Uh, but like, if you were in front, you could see that there was a girl under the table. I just had my butt, my my roadie, um, juice, standing to kind of block. <laughs> But some of these girls Were nuts man It wasn't like I asked for it It was like they Right they, they would like do it Like I remember this one girl Her name was Julie I think If I remember correctly Um she she jumped on me. She was a little drunk, and she like smashed my Ray-Bans in half. But she was just like <laughs> m- like jumping all over me and mauling me. Oh, I thought she did it on purpose. I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, no. <Yeah. laughs> Fuck
1: your glasses. See these glasses <laughs> snapped in <it> half. <off. laughs> How do you like that? Now I'm gonna suck your
2: dick. <laughs> <laughs> just out of control, man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and she kind
3: of pushed me into this booth, and she jumped, and she kind of straddled me in the booth, and Whoa. She undid my pants, and like I'm trying to like. Tell her to cool because there's a huge bouncer right behind me, and mm. I'm like, "We're gonna get thrown out. We're I'm not yeah, yeah, famous, yeah. man. Mm. Like I can't yeah, be yeah, doing yeah. this, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, the bouncer's not gonna turn a blind eye to it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: and he did ask her like he to did, tone it down, tone it down. Yeah. Um, but she kept going for it, man. She 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 wanted the Fountain of Youth.
1: Wow. I I was listening to an interview with uh, John Stamos, Uncle Uncle Jesse. Yes. He was on with... um, It was a Howard Stern interview with him. And he was talking about being like at this table uh, at some function. And some girl just started jerking him off under the table. (laughs) Really? It's like when you're that handsome, I guess stuff like that happens. Oh, my God. You're a little famous and... uh, it's crazy. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine just sitting at a table next to essentially a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, someone you may have just met, maybe you're at a wedding, whatever it is, and they just start like grabbing you from underneath.
3: Like by no means was I like ever anywhere near the the, the level of any of these kinds of people like, yeah. in terms of fame. But it it is funny, like, you know, I, I'd have my hits and misses with girls. I do all right, but like I definitely miss a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. But it was so interesting to me that i would i would when i was particularly playing shows how that changed my perc- or the the perception of, of me towards women that i didn't know they weren't like my friends or whatever they were just random girls that showed up to the show mm-hmm. and th- the way they looked at me was completely different from how i had just you know walked by them on the street totally it's very interesting what an instrument or being on a stage or something like can can do for your um, Sexual desire
2: Yeah, the power of that for yeah. sure People feed on it It must get annoying at a certain point Because you don't know what people really want But if you're getting blowjobs backstage all the time I'm sure it takes a lot to get over it <laughs> Okay, well, so
1: <laughs> I, we, we've sort of gone on a bit of a detour here yeah. Let's get back to the original question Yeah, yeah So I, I think I know where you're going with this Van Halen Yeah They had a lot of the check. Czech- Some of the boxes that you're talking about, are they truly rock and roll or are they just a rock band?
3: I would consider Van Halen a rock and roll band. Yes.
1: So they're rock and roll?
3: Yes.
2: It's...
1: the the guitar
3: riffing and the way it pushes and pulls with the drum, you can group this, you can dance to this, dance to this. Where it's not like a technical full full on blues, it still has the essence hidden in there. Yeah. Okay, and it's the and also the persona, of the rock and roll star thing. Like the two combined and their overall catalog of music, I, I think it's undoubtedly you know rock rock and roll baby. It's yes.
0: rock and roll
2: baby. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah, before
1: laughs> you know yeah, a pretty good song. God, yeah. Between the two of them,
2: yeah,
3: it's great, man. It just makes you feel good.
2: It does.
1: Yeah.
3: I did yesterday, actually, after our conversation, after the podcast, on my drive home, I went back and was, started listening to some music that I was saying like wasn't rock, yeah, rock and roll. Like yeah. I was listening to the Foo Fighters uh, catalog. Yeah, I, I still,
1: some- I can't get that. I, I still don't understand that. I understand why you say they're not rock and roll, but did you have a second thought on that one?
3: Um, there were like for example you brought up Monkey Wrench and I and I went back and I listened to Monkey Wrench and as I listened to it, the guitar and the drums were definitely succinct. Like it was like which is not rock and roll it, by definition. And then like a song like Um, Learn to Fly you can hear the push and pull between the guitar and you're like oh "Oh, that is a rock and roll song the essence Mm. is in there but as I went through the catalog I I still stand by my opinion then on the whole looking at their discography I wouldn't categorize them as a rock and roll band to the fullest extent of what the definition is they're more of a rock band a modern rock band
1: yeah I wonder if your opinion would change if you saw them live but maybe not I wonder how Dave Grohl would react to that I don't know either, but then it, like it, if he was, if you, if you were doing an interview with him and he said, you know, I, I just want to like set the record straight. You're not a rock and roll fan. <laughs> <laughs> but you,
2: oh, I, I don't mean think Bundes means that as an insult. It's oh, not, no, no,
1: no, no. I know. I know you don't mean it as an insult, but I, it is.
3: <laughs> also, have, have you interviewed him before? Have you met him, Dave Grohl before?
1: No, I've never met him. I've only seen him interview, but he's you know
3: he seems like a really cool guy, and that's and that's the thing with me also. When I talked about that X factor of being like larger than life, I feel like if I saw Dave Grohl, I would be comfortable enough to like say what's up, talk to him. Oh, and
1: you think that you you shouldn't be able to have that comfort?
3: Like like if I saw Mick Jagger, I would cower when I met yeah. Slash, I cowered. Like, like it was like I was standing in, in front of a divine presence. Also, another thing I noticed about rock and roll stars is they're almost androgynous. It's almost like mm-hmm. they're, they're like sexual appeal to men and women is beyond yes. your standard, you know, like I look like a guy like Michael Hutchinson's of in excess. It's like, He's so fucking cool and hot and the mm. way he moves, it's like it's beyond just a rock star. And I don't get that
1: vibe when I look at a Dave Grohl. Mm. Or and yet Jester. Michael Hutchins tied while masturbating with a belt around his neck. Yeah,
3: you know? Like, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like the yeah. way he 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 moved and the way he portrayed himself on a stage. It's like there's this thing that is unknown about him that you can't describe. The same with Robert Plant or, mm. or or, or yeah, yeah. Mick Jaggers.
1: NXS. there's a band that I haven't listened to, but, like, I can't remember the last time I would have ever just put them on. Would have been when they were putting out new music, I guess.
3: Need You Tonight? Oh, fuck, that's a good song, <laughs> man. <I'm going.
1: laughs> yeah. Come over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... It's fine to hear it I just I can't imagine myself Going oh you know What I need to hear Right now I need to hear Some classic in (laughs) excess But I was Right into them Back whenever they were big Which was what The 80s I guess
2: I like new sensation too We used to play that one Back in the day Yeah 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 Yeah.
1: What about this one though
2: Oh my god Mm -hmm. Amazing This whole vibe Is so back in style Right now the drama. I can hear The weekend doing a cover of this.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. Bruno Mars. This is probably my favorite <laughs> NXS song. Don't
0: ask me
2: what you know is true. What, what you know is true. Yeah. There was
3: a song they had in the late 90s uh, called Elegantly Wasted. I don't mm. know if you guys remember that one. I do. I fucking used to love that song. I remember I saw hit that music video on Much Music and he had this like, I remember I went out and bought his entire outfit because he looked so fucking cool in it. He had these, like, Glenn plaid, tight, skinny, like, uh, suit pants on Uh with these black Chelsea boots and this black baggy shirt with a scarf around
1: his neck and the way he was dancing. I was like, this guy's so fucking
3: cool, man. Really? (laughs) Holy shit, yeah.
1: Oh. I remember this now.
3: There was that uh, controversy where they said that in the in the pre-chorus or the chorus that they they were saying I'm better than Oasis instead of elegantly Oasis. There was this oh, Brit battle, or no. well, they're Australian, but like this uh, battle.
1: All so, in excess, then yeah. rock and roll, or just a rock band guys are rock and roll. Oh boy. <laughs> Although like they, they
3: definitely were more on the pop side, yeah. but you can hear the guitar bouncing with the drum. And that is key to, to having a rock and roll groove. It's that down tempo bounce between the two instruments. And he is like the epitome of rock and roll the way he carries himself. Like, is he saying I'm better than Oasis? I don't know. Uh, Good point.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. There might
3: have been like one harmony that they threw in the mix there that said that. Just to throw people off
2: Because <laughs>
1: this would have been Around the same time That uh, Oasis had their First or second album Right Like ooh, I think this was 97 this, this is 1997 Be here
3: now So this is After Wonderwall After that record When, when Oasis mm.
1: okay. Hit their height And so they were Kind of like Being compared to NXS, And so in Is like Fuck you Fuck We're you. our own band yeah, yeah, yeah. We're better than Oasis
2: yeah. huh. Interesting
1: Maybe it's this one here
2: It's, it's, uh, it <laughs> it's is, it is tough to hear what they're actually saying, though. No. no, he's saying elegantly wasted. Is he? Yes. yes,
3: he is. You definitely hear both depending on which one you're going in yeah. to listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Man, flashback to NXS. Do you listen to NXS by choice? Like Once do you in a while, yeah? i put them on, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Do they get played uh, on the radio? Sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, still getting played? Classic Rock plays them.
3: Okay. Um, we used to play them,
2: them at uh, when when it was Mixed 99.9. 9. I used yeah, to play yeah. a couple of NXS tracks. Well, you
1: played everything on we that We kind of just
2: played whatever the hell we wanted. Or whatever the boss of,
1: wanted you to play, A little right?
2: bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, it was kind of all over the place before it transitioned to what it is today. I just
1: want to uh, state for the record that I just changed the picture that I had of Bundus in my contact section on my phone. (laughs) To what? You guys give me a a hard time over this. I I still don't see it the way you see it. Um, These guys are ripping me me on the air because uh, people that I interact with a lot, I like to have a picture of them in my contact list. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an OCD thing. Like if I open up the messages on my iPhone... You see all the various messages. And if I don't have a picture for you, you just get the initials that show up. Yeah. And so people that are regularly coming up, I want to have a picture there. So I'll often just creep them on Facebook or Instagram and grab a picture that's public or accessible to me because I'm friends with them
2: Uh Mm.
1: and so Bundus I just switched your picture I had like just your standard one with sunglasses like there's a million there on your Instagram I just have a picture of your white Corvette now oh nice yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) you had it at the shop so I got a picture of the Corvette so anytime you text or call the Corvette shows up that's cool that's cool oh that's cool now now I'm not stalking you the other day you were like oh my god that's like uh,
3: next level creeping what I was saying was that like one trait that serial killers tend to have is OCD, right? Mm. So, is that?
1: I don't know. I did a lot of studies <laughs> on serial killers. I don't think OCD was one of the
3: things uh, that came like, up
1: all the time.
3: I feel like OCD is part of their 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 meticulous, you know, crime patterns and how they kill, right? The types of people that they pick and how they leave the crime scene. It's like some OCD ten- tendencies. Mm. There. Mm. Okay. What I was saying was, it was kind of like you were two steps away from becoming a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It starts with the the obsessive compulsive need to have a picture beside everybody's name that you're talking to and then it goes to like oh let me creep their profiles and start taking pictures down what's the next step that picture isn't good enough because you didn't take it. So you start stalking their homes and waiting for them while they're sleeping okay. and snapping your own picture.
1: I just changed your profile <laughs> picture again for my contact. It's the Jeffrey now, Dahmer. It's now the one where you're in your underwear.
2: Okay, that is creepy. Oh. That is creepy. Just right. go with the penis. I mean, if, you,
1: if you're going to label me serial killer, then I am going to just embrace uh, Be super creepy. I'm
2: going to embrace it. Yeah.
1: Laura <laughs> was quite happy with the picture I used of hers. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like an official head headshot
2: A professional headshot i would have used for acting so i was happy with it mm.
1: yeah I, I mean like to be if i'm being
3: serious i really don't care that you did that i'm not <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, i know I know. but I, I think where it gets where it enters the 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 land of creepiness and potentially um you know the next stage is when you're doing it for people that you uh
2: don't know that don't well? Don't really know
3: that well. Like, you know, let's just say I, I met a girl at a bar one night, right? Mm. I got her number, she gave me her insta handle, and that night I'm already like creeping her profile, <laughs> yeah, yeah, saving yeah, her yeah. pictures, and like it's a little it's a little stalkerish, you yes, know.
2: Yes, Bundus. Well put.
3: Yeah. I mean, with us, like we have a relationship, we talk to each other all the time, so it's not it's not necessarily the same as the Yeah, but now
2: every time you text Tucker
1: Coming up in my underwear.
2: You're going to be in your underwear texting. <laughs> no, I, I,
1: I,
3: no, I, I know. I guarantee you,
2: Deb's going to be like, What's up with this Bundus picture? <laughs> it's the Corvette. It's the white Corvette. Ah, that's cool. That's I dig that.
3: <laughs> I'll put a sailboat in for uh, for your yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah.
1: Put a picture go. of a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> or if you need me to send you a picture of me in my underwear, I can do that too.
2: But, uh, <laughs> but it won't be as <laughs> impressive, I'm sure. No,
1: I'd rather, I'd rather you have my boat yeah, for sure. Well, don't go anywhere. Coming up next It's the Daily Take 2 We have some fun At the Toronto Maple Leafs expense Mm -hmm. After they just got Knocked out of the playoffs Game 7 Lost to Montreal Uh, The players And what they had to say after the game That and more coming up With the Daily Take 2 Thanks for checking out the podcast
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: First day of June, moving forward. Hockey season's over for Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Big loss last night, game seven. Montreal Canadiens, they had a 3-1 lead in that series and managed to blow it. Uh, How did the players think everything went down? What did they have to say? You want to hear some of the cliches? Yeah, for from sure. last night. Please. Let's start with Mitch Marner, who, by the way, hasn't had a playoff goal in eighteen playoff games. Just couldn't get it done.
2: I Think uh, Austin and I, many other guys, um, especially come playoff time. You want to be the guy that go to and the guy that can lead the team out of uh, you know a series and. Uh, we had multiple looks every single game. Just, it just seems like it's a thing. They're just not going in. So, um, really, no excuse. Um, if you want that puck to go in the net, create a chance that it didn't go in the net. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of what it comes down to. Just didn't go in again. And we win as a team. We lose as a team. It's, it's a terrible time right now, obviously. <laughs> Uh, oh, boy, oh Just got to get that puck in the net, guys. I'm glad they did this press conference because <laughs> it's kind of like you have to face the music, guys. Uh, you know, yeah, you got to face the music it's and you got to answer those questions. What happened? I mean, how do you explain what happened?
1: Even though we totally know what the answer is, what you want to see it. You want to hear them. Oh, well, they well, didn't get the puck in the net uh, enough. Right. That's I choked. I choked. You wanted yeah. to you hear want him say, say go I choked.
0: You want
2: create chances it didn't go in the net. Yeah, you chances. want to get you
1: want that puck to go in the net, more.
2: Right. And when
1: it doesn't, it's uh, it's a it's difficult. Tough. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. That's you know that's
2: kind of what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, comes down to getting the puck in the Jeez. net. Okay, let's go to Austin Matthews. This okay, guy okay. led the league in scoring in the regular season. Okay. Only managed mm. one goal in this seven-game series. It's kind of hard to uh to obviously sum up. It's uh, you know, frustrating. Um
3: you know, it's a it's a game of inches out there and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a football,
2: it's
1: a game of football, It's
2: a game of inches. What does that mean? It's a game of inches. It, it,
1: it's a, what does it mean? It comes from the big book of Giant cliches (laughs) that every sports celebrity gets issued when they get Uh, their first professional contract. So it's a
2: game of inches means you're so close yet so far away. You're just you're You're just moving
1: it up every little bit. It's it's Bundus is right. It's usually like more of a football Football. reference. Yeah, you're fighting for
3: every inch, every yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense to me. I think what
1: happened there is he accidentally got issued the NFL. The NFL
2: playbook cliches. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, in my opinion, I don't think we had any shortage of chances. Um, Like I said, it's a game of inches. We weren't able to capitalize, and obviously, we're out there to, uh, you know, to capitalize, and uh, we weren't able to get it done. So, um, you know, in my opinion, we had lots of. Lots of plenty of looks and uh, and, and really good chances. You um, <laughs> just said the same thing oh like four times okay. in a row. Oh my I mean, god! This is painful.
2: That. This I, is I, getting I, painful. I did take
1: like, uh, the clips of like various <laughs> questions that were
2: asked. Uh, but, you know, so okay, gotcha. It's gotcha. like his right. answer
1: to a bunch of questions. It's the, I, same. Uh, it's the I, same. It's the, yeah, sa- yeah, always it's the same. Always the same answer. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right, it's a, game of it's a
1: game of inches. Why doesn't someone ask them
2: like, so what's on deck for the summer? Yeah, like where,
1: where are you going to be spending the next week? Heck, what with all you, that money you have in your pocket? Aren't you
2: more curious about what they're doing with the downtime? Yes. Like, as a reporter, I'd be like, are you looking forward to anything coming up in the next couple of months? Yeah. As far as vacation time, or like what's happening tomorrow for you? All
1: they need to do is check their bank accounts, and then everything becomes okay because. <laughs> I know Leafs fans have been through it before And they'll be back again for more punishment next season We will It is Tucker and Mora people are upset at Disney Because of the new live action Cruella movie Which is essentially a prequel to 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm. And they finally got into why Cruella Deville hates those Dalmatians so much
2: I thought she loved them because she was crazy about fur and she wanted to make a Dalmatian coat.
1: Well, that's like
2: the original cartoon version. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently the real reason why Cruella hates Dalmatians is pretty out there and absurd. (laughs) It's going to be, look, if you're going to watch the movie, I'm going to spoil this part of it. So if you don't want to know why she hates Dalmatians, it's not the foundation for the movie, but they address it. The reason why she hates them is that uh, there was a woman, her guardian, who is responsible for looking after Cruella when she was a kid, was pushed over a cliff by three Dalmatians.
2: What? Yeah. Pushed over a cliff? And
1: these Dalmatians were owned by this evil baroness, and they pushed her guardian right off the
2: cliff on purpose? <laughs> oh my god, that's scary! Yeah, they really? Were,
1: yeah, they attacked her and pushed her off. And I'm like, God, that- even today, like, can we not come up with something a little less traumatic <laughs> for like
2: the backstory of a children's movie? Please don't tell me that the kid was watching when the guardian was pushed over the cliff. I haven't
1: seen the movie, but it, I, I'm. Under the impression that, yeah, she witnessed it.
2: And forevermore Was turned off the Dalmatian breed Like how does that get
1: passed in the meeting Where they're sitting around a table Coming up (laughs) with the plot line for this Like how is somebody not saying You know that might be a little aggressive Maybe we should just have like Cruella As a toddler holding an ice cream cone And a dog comes up and steals it from her You know like (laughs) Some like you know cutesy sort of event That might leave a scar Yeah That isn't like so devastating (sighs) Oh So people are actually, uh, they're like, do we really need to go down that road for this movie? Has
2: Disney responded?
1: No, not really. Yeah, because
2: it's brand new.
1: It's brand new. I mean, it just came out. Whoa,
2: that is dark. Yeah, like I can't watch Bambi with my daughter because I don't want her to see what happens. What happens in Bambi? I forget. Oh, Bambi's mom uh, gets shot by a Hunter. Yeah, but that's like... And then she's got to... Bambi's got to, like, be raised by the forest animals. Yeah. I, th- that's something that could
1: happen, though, at least. I like, mean, you don't see dogs attacking and then pushing someone off a cliff but very still, often. still, it's the
2: idea of your yeah. parent being shot.
1: Yeah, like you'd <laughs> rather see it like they just got separated, separated on the trail and yes! then they don't know where they are and yes. hopefully they'll be reunited one day. They
2: have to play on kids' like biggest fear, though. That's partly why those movies are successful. And the biggest fear is that you get separated from your parents or something like that happens.
1: Yeah. Like, right? I'm, you know, like Cinderella's mom dies. Wait, She got sick, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems like if they took the Cruella approach, she would have been caught in a wood chipper or something and died horrifically in front of Cinderella. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it just we don't need unnecessary. These, it is unnecessary. unnecessary. If
2: it's like a kid movie, yeah. it is unnecessary. You're
1: right. I mean, there, there, there are enough dark moments in a lot of these movies, anyway. Yes,
2: there like are. Like, how about
1: Snow White? When they send, like, the guy to go murder her because she's too good looking. I mean, that's a pretty dark storyline, right?
2: Yeah. But Sa- it was from
1: a different time, a different era.
2: Sarah says, uh, it, it, would it even be Disney if the mother didn't die in a savage way? <laughs> yeah. Is that their thing? I I, well, oh, yeah. my God. It kind
1: of is a you little know, bit, You know, a right?
2: lot of Disney movies start with death. You're 100% right.
1: Beware. <laughs> Cruella's out now on Disney+. Plus. And uh, a little bit You might want to like fast forward through part of (laughs) it, Yeah If you got little eyes in front of the screen (laughs) Tucker and Mara We're talking about just dark storylines In Disney movies I mean certainly in the old ones There was a lot of dark things happening I don't know why it needs to happen in the brand new ones Mm -hmm. Uh, Vanessa wanted to weigh in On this conversation Uh, What did you want to say?
0: Well I was just going to say the whole Scar killing Mufasa thing I was traumatized. Oh my God!
2: Yes, from yeah. the Lion King. Yeah,
1: right. Scar was like. I'm trying to imagine on. how it went down. Scar like they fought, had, right?
2: Ha- he had the opportunity to save him. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vanessa. And yeah, then he dis- He was like, "You're gone. See y'all. I'm king of the jungle now."
3: I think there was, like, yeah. a whole ambush that was set up, right? Like, on the plains.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, Scar yeah. and the
3: hyenas, like, had this animal herd rush, kind of knock Mufasa off, like, a cliff or something. And then
2: they convinced Simba that it was his fault. fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That his dad died. I mean, I will
1: say, those were animals in the animal kingdom. And there's lots of horrible things that happen in the animal kingdom. You know, survival of the fittest. Cruella... It was animals killing a human being, you know? <laughs> like that's a lot.
0: The other movie that like traumatized me as a kid, which isn't a Disney movie, but do any of you guys know the movie Old Yeller?
1: Uh, I know of it other than it's like a dog movie and isn't it like a famous sad movie where a dog dies?
0: Yeah, in that like this little boy, there's two brothers, they get a, their parents get them a dog and the older boy like loves the dog, thinks it's great, grows up with it. And then they're, like, the two boys are playing in, like, a field and a bear comes out. And the dog saves the kids from dying of this bear. But in the process, gets bitten. And then ends up, he has, the dog has rabies. And it, because it takes place, like, older, they don't have, like, vaccines or anything for it. So the mom hands the older son a shotgun and no. goes, oh, you got to do what you got to do. No! The kid's wow. like, 14.
1: And it was it was sold as a kids' movie.
0: I don't know. See, I had it on VHS as a kid, and like when I say I burnt it out on VHS, I burnt it out on VHS. Like the movie would end, and I would be like, "Mom," and she would come and like rewind it, and I would watch it again. And then I finally hit a point in my life where I realized what was happening in the movie, and I was mortified.
2: Yeah, the mom hands a fourteen-year-old a gun. Take the
1: dog to the back of the barn. Do
2: what you gotta do. Wow.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, very dark.
1: Hey, thanks a lot for weighing in on this. We appreciate it. No
0: problem. Have a good day, guys.
1: And I mean, unless that's based on a true story, why does the dog need to die? Why can't the dog, just like before the guy shoots the dog, the dog's like... (laughs) And like, you know, comes back and recovers. Yeah, fine. or just
2: like if he's got to die, die of natural causes, die of old age. Like, I I know that we have to uh, teach children about the cycle of life, but it doesn't have to be so dark.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Tucker and Amora. Man, J-Lo is doing the rounds with all her exes.
2: What? You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Guess
1: who J-Lo just had lunch with the other day. Who? Mark Anthony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's
1: doing well, all her
2: greatest hits. Listen, I mean, I that's the father of her know. children. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. They have to remain a good remember. relationship. Uh, I, I think those two are pretty cool. I remember <laughs> the time I knew. You've got to be able to be friends with the person you're co-parenting with, right? Otherwise, the kids are just suffering.
1: Bundus, uh is a firm believer that you can't spend time with an ex without sleeping with them. <laughs> I wonder if his theory changes if you've had kids mm. with that person.
3: There's a, probably a lot more baggage that's involved in a situation like that where like if you and I dated for six months and like we went our separate ways for whatever reason then we reconnected at a bar one night or oh look at right. there's, there's a Pretty good chance that you might like hook up because you don't. There's unfinished business there if you've only dated for a couple months, right? You run into someone who go, "Oh, how are you?" Oh, and they start linking like, "Why did we ever break up?" Right? right. Yeah, unfinished yeah.
2: business. That doesn't. You finished business yeah. if you had kids with someone. The business was finished. <laughs> <is not> okay. <laughs> there's no unfinished business. Yeah, you finished the business. Yeah, John yeah. has a guess okay. as to maybe why this this meeting went down. <laughs> yeah, John says maybe. She's writing a book And this was a meeting For him to give her permission To use all of their stories Huh? Would it not make sense For and that, J-Lo to come out with a memoir?
1: And maybe that's why She's been hanging out with Ben Affleck too Is that she wanted to she's Get going his permission through all of them.
2: And then all of a sudden Things seem pretty good with yeah. Ben All those
1: memories Start Rushing back in.
2: Now, John has a question. Yeah. He says, Does the camera angle show whether or not they were playing footsies?
1: Well, Mark Anthony is sitting cross legged Mm -hmm. and he's got his foot pointing in a direction. Do you think it's pointing towards JLo or away from
2: JLo? This is an important thing because I know uh, body language experts would read into that in a big way. Okay. So I'm going to say the leg is pointed away. Which means this is not a romantic rendezvous.
3: I would concur with Maura.
2: Yes. Yeah, and well,
1: the toe is pointed away.
2: I there you go. There you go. There you go. The oh, how are J Lo's legs positioned? I can smile at you. I can't okay, see it. No, I
1: can. Looks like she's wearing Like kind of oh, workout outfit She's got like a tank top on And maybe some yoga pants mm-hmm. Her feet are Her legs uh, Hard to say Okay Her legs Would it matter If they were open Or closed <laughs> I think open <laughs>
2: <laughs> Would that
1: Would that Would, that be a, um, would you care about uh, that Would that mean something to you language Body language experts Body language What would body um, language experts say if, uh, her, if her knees were apart Or
2: together No no I don't I don't think <laughs> That we can read into that. No, we, no, no, no. no, no. They, now, baby? legs, legs, cross-legged is it, that's a choice okay. that Mark Anthony made. We may have caught J Lo in a moment of sh- reshuffle here.
1: Okay. Well, let me tell you something. Those legs are open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> read into it what you will. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Do you think you're a good kisser? Does anyone think they're bad?
1: You know, the key to kissing well and Bundes, correct me if I'm wrong... Is you just got to roll with, like, your partner and make sure you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And if, you know... There's
2: probably no right way or wrong way to do if, it. If you
1: got two people and they have two different directions they want to head in, you're not going to be, you're not going to work out.
3: Yeah, it's like dancing, right? Sometimes you lead, sometimes the other person leads. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah. f- to figure it out. Like, if they're going for the top lip, then you go bottom. You don't <laughs> both try and go top lip, right?
2: You ever both go left? And then you're like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah, oh, uh, one uh, needs to go right, I, I, you know? Now, you both come in and you're both leaning your head the same way. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> You ever had a
1: tooth to tooth collision? Oh, I, I mean I have. that could be challenging that's, right there. That's
2: a sign. That's a red flag. You might as well right just there. leave.
1: You might as well get up and go if that happens because <laughs> it's only going downhill from there. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you think we're overly <laughs> confident though? Do you think the majority of us are like I am a pretty good kisser? Let me tell you. I think if you think that you're probably
1: terrible because you're probably going <laughs> in and you think your way is the right way right. all the time. And- and yeah, if yeah, yeah, People yeah. don't jive with you. It's because they're a bad kisser.
2: <laughs> don't you think? I mean, some people gotta... go in so overconfident. I remember this guy kissed me, and he had this like tongue that just went around. In a circle I'm like, what is he doing? Or you get the tongue that's going in and out In and out, in and out Yeah, yeah What is is he doing? My first two
1: French kisses in life One was with a friend Actually, both of them were kind of friends They weren't like real hot makeout sessions They were just kind of like fun fooling around things Yes And it was just like a tongue that was going 100 miles an hour (laughs) You know when you see um, one of those reptiles up close And Mm. their tongue's like (laughs) That's what it felt like That's what it was Julie Christensen and Linda Kruller Both of them (laughs) but, But you know if I were to have like wanted to be with them, and Uh, it was a real relationship, I just would have had to match the
2: pace. Right. Because that's
1: obviously what they wanted out of the experience.
2: (laughs) Well, it's funny that you bring up your first kiss, because most of us have fond memories of our first kiss. Around half of us said it was good, or very good, which is crazy to me. I I don't
3: buy that. I remember my first kiss, it was not good. It was
2: not good. Only one in eight people say their first kiss was bad and that would be me I had to ice my face after that's right yeah because the guy was sucking on my lip (laughs) and gave me a fat lip I was all red and it was purple the next day I had to match it with purple lipstick Bundes, your first kiss was terrible
1: well it was with a family member (laughs) oh right that alone it
3: it was is a distant cousin. Distant cousin. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, distant
1: cousin. This cousin's getting more distant by this every time we hear it. It's,
3: it was my
2: fourth cousin. Yeah, we were yeah. like,
3: you know, like seven or eight. We were very young. Right. You know, so nothing
2: okay. to ride home about. Right. But yeah, exactly Nothing to write home about How does that
1: come up, by the way? Is it like a Hey, do you want to kiss And see what this is all about? Or was there like A bit of a real crush Happening there? Was it a family party And you're in the basement Bored? Do you remember the scenario? Uh,
3: Yeah, I remember the scenario uh, Very, very distinctly And I can't I I, I can't even tell it all to you Because it's actually (laughs) Kind of screwed up For seven-year-olds But Oh, yeah Oh, dear Maybe we don't want to hear it (laughs) Yeah uh, but it was just like uh, uh, we used to like hang out after school, um, and we would hang out in the basement. And we had younger siblings, and we tell them to play hide and seek, and we tell them to count to like a thousand <laughs> to two thousand uh, So they would go off hiding, and it would leave. It would leave. You me guys and her had alone. a little
2: crush on each other. Yeah, I guess. that's normal. That's fourth, totally fourth cousins. Yes, I mean, it's normal, I, Tucker. I could
1: meet my fourth cousin on the street, and I wouldn't even know who they were.
2: So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Road rage might be genetic and there's actually a term for it according to these psychologists from Houston. If you get angry behind the wheel a lot, you're experiencing Excel arousal. In psychology, arousal is anything that causes stress. So, it's not sexual, it's genetic. If your parents have Excel arousal, you probably have it too. And people who have this, they have 50% more stress than drivers who don't. I'd say you have Excel arousal, Tucker.
1: You know, it's uh, interesting because if everybody would just like wait their turn, I'd be okay. Yeah. You know, I hate when people try and butt ahead of you me crazy. because mm-hmm. you know To what? me, it's them saying, I'm better than you. I deserve to be four cars further up than you. <laughs> you know, the person who's behind you then gets out and passes three cars and then tries to cut back in Yeah, because the lane doesn't go anywhere. Like, that person... I'll sit there and I'm just waiting for it to happen. And I I wish I could just have it not bother me. I think yes. I have to go to hypnotherapy or what something. What you need
0: to
2: do is think that that person in that car must be on their way to save a life or something. <laughs> yeah, but it never is. It's somebody in a BMW
1: and they're just a douche. And they're just <laughs> yeah, you trying to cut that. ahead of you. you no, not know, I know that. that. I know you
2: it. You don't know. If if.
1: I have to sit there and wait 20 minutes for traffic to clear. I'm okay with it as long as everybody's waiting their turn. Uh-huh. The second somebody tries to just shortcut their way ahead of me because they think they're better than me, that they know this secret way of getting ahead, mm-hmm. it drives me it nuts. It drives you nuts. Yeah. You got the, ac- so, accelerousal. the accelerousal, yeah
2: You know, my husband's really good at staying calm and cool behind the wheel. What are you talking about? He's I have, good. I
1: was in your... <laughs> car with your husband, he was literally hanging out the window. (laughs) I'd never seen that before. Your husband's six foot five, we were on the DVP in downtown Toronto, driving down, we were coming back from playing golf. This Uh is pre-pandemic. Somebody, you know, uh, pissed him off. He was hanging; his head was out the window like a dog trying to get a breath of air.
0: Well, it sounds and his to me, arm and he was like, "Ah!" Sounds to me like
2: you were your accelerousal was rubbing off on him. Yeah,
1: it was the contagious. Two of you. I didn't even know what happened. Next thing I know, Matt's like half out the car. <laughs> I felt like I was going to have to grab the wheel. Like he was going to jump out and that, do a matrix move or something. That is
2: his one move is stick the head out the window, yeah, which yeah, I so kind here love. you are telling
1: him about how calm he is.
2: Normally, the head I've only never comes been out in a the car. window twice a year, maybe. I've
1: never seen that before, except in your car. But yeah, your husband's calm, cool, collected. <laughs> he
2: is. It's just a twice a year occurrence, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, chill. <laughs> the Excel arousal, dial it back.
1: I feel like Bundes you're not a guy who gets like hot-headed in a car.
3: Um I generally keep it cool. I do swear a lot as people drive by, but it's like this like under my breath. Oh, like, you know, F you buddy. And like yeah. finger goes up. But like I don't get mad mm. because when I get mad I get so mad that I scare myself. So I'm always trying to keep <laughs> You're I'm always trying to scare
2: yourself. Yeah,
3: like I don't I don't it's weird. It's like I don't know who I become. Like I'm afraid of what I might do. It's like a oh, devil comes out wow. of me. It. It's like a,
2: something snaps. You
1: are Bruce Banner.
3: Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like that. So I'm yeah. always I, so I'm always trying to keep it down, man. Okay.
1: It Suspress it. Wow, yeah.
2: wow, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I just scary. apologize
1: for anything I may have done to upset <laughs> you and, uh, today and any other day? It's Tucker and Maura in the morning. Energy 95.3.